Hello, and welcome to PodCash, the portable professional development podcast from Cash. Thanks for joining us. My name's Dawn, and I'm the editor of Cash Alumni. Our guest today actually joins us from the United States. Could you introduce yourself for our audience? Yes, um, my name is Emily Rowland, and I started the Nanny Collaborative, um, an online nanny break room um, for nannies all over the world um, a little over three years ago. I have an amazing admin team that help everything run absolutely smoothly, and uh, I'm so thankful for all of them. Um, so with them helping me run um, the online group so smoothly, it makes me to where I can go out and I can work on advocacy work. I can um, go to conferences and meet people like uh, like you. Um, so that is, I'm very passionate about meeting people um, that are interested in helping the profession go forward, um, helping us raise children um, that we don't have to fix. In my head, I really see that I want children to grow up not having to fix who they are or what they are because of a bad childhood. That sounds incredible. And um, obviously we met at the Great British Nanny Conference earlier in the year, and it was really evident um, how passionate you are about the children that you support and just children in general and I've come to sort of understand the role of nannying very very recently it's not something I had any contact with whilst I was growing up um, and it's only really since um, Cash Alumni um, came into my life that nannying has sort of become part of my consciousness and I've been really surprised at how um, little is known about nannying by the outside world um, why is it important that there's advocacy for nannies? <clears throat> because, like you just said, um, not many people know the struggles and um, the the day to day problems that nannies face or domestic workers face um, around the world. I mean, you have nannies that are facing so much um, lack of support from parents. Is you know, is a is a big one, but small one. Um, we have nannies that have been through abuse all sorts of things that they feel like there is no one out there for them there's no one that they can talk to um or that you know that was happening in the past few years i would like to say now along with the nanny collaborative and several others and a whole whole host of leaders in the community i would say we're breaking down that barrier day by day um, because it's so important for nannies to not be overlooked either because the success of your children depends on your nanny. I, I would have to say that probably from a lot of nannies that they just want to be heard and respected because this is their job. They go to conferences, they go to um, learn, they take classes on how to be a better uh, child care specialist or giver or whatever that they whatever their niche is in the nanny world or in the child care realm that um, they're doing it properly you know the majority of all the child care workers I meet are phenomenal human beings they're very passionate about their kids they want to do the very best for them yeah do you find that in general that is a problem sort of wherever you go in terms of looking at nanny I know that in the UK and um, we've spoken to a couple of, of nanny professionals who said that parents not understanding the value of a nanny in terms of what they can give. Would you say that's 
more so true um, when you are in the US or, or elsewhere? I would say, yes, I would say it's uh, world, worldwide. I don't think this is just a problem that is UK based or American based or, you know, I, I think it's something that everyone struggles with. I have friends in Switzerland, I have friends in Amsterdam and all over and uh, it's a common theme. Um, I have been to these countries I've been to France, I've been to uh, Belgium and Amsterdam and all these places and I sat down with these nannies and what really struck a chord with me was that they're facing the same issues. It doesn't matter that we have different cultures, different um, languages, this and that. We are still facing the same thing because as a general rule, a lot of people don't respect childcare workers which is a very sad thing to be, I find. It is. Um, I would say that in my experience, the biggest culprits of not respecting childcare workers are childcare workers. Um, You're right. If you ask, if an, you know, an, yeah, yeah, average childcare worker, what they do for a living, they say, well, I just look after children, or I just work in a nursery, or I'm just a nanny. And that word just really hurts me when I hear it. Um, because you're not just talking about Sort of yeah, your own position, you're sort of doing down all of the other people who do your job who are incredible, just the same as you are. Is again, is that isn't that an unfair generalization? You're right. Um, I feel like because it is a profession that has been primarily looked down on, which I don't understand to begin with, uh, because I feel like it is a very noble profession. The next generation, the next um, the next coming up of world leaders is going to be coming from our hands. We get to decide what the next generation is going to look like. We're going to get to know what the socioeconomics, what, what the general uh, consensus of how we treat people, how we act, how we conduct ourselves in so many different facets are going to rest on these children that we are instilling the values in. Like, it's it's one of the most important jobs, and I think it's a really uh, a big turning point right now. And I think people should understand how important that they are, um, that their place is in this world. It's nothing less. I've I absolutely adore my profession. I take it very seriously, and uh, uh, and I am not just the nanny. I am the nanny. And you want to see my children? go for it and you're going to find very well-mannered children but I'm also extremely lucky to have parents that support me and uh, I was actually just on an interview a few minutes ago and we were talking about this situation and um, and they're like well what do you do when the parents aren't aligned with you and I was like you don't work with them because they're never going to change and neither are you deep down People can, you know, do whatever they need to do for money for this amount or that amount, but they're going to get burnout very quickly. They're going to be mentally exhausted. They're going to go into depression, anxiety. I mean, I see it a lot. And they're going to end up having to leave because there is no common values from parent to nanny. And that's important and very crucial. Do you think that that's why that is? So, sort of so much turnover in the nanny industry where someone starts a career as a nanny um, and because they may be going to it by themselves um, and 
don't, you know, get the support to find the right family or sort of look at the right sort of processes for doing an any interview and making sure that you have shared childcare philosophies and do you think that's why people leave and don't come back rather than looking for a new family? I I would agree to that. Um, I think there's also um, a sector of, I see this all the time, they come in the nanny collaborative and they're like, um, don't yell at me. <laughs> it is funny that because people are like, oh my God, this should be so well known. They'll come in and make a post and be like, please don't yell at me. I know I was wrong, but I joined these Facebook groups after and I agreed to things that I had no idea were illegal or wrong, you know, whether it be taxes, whether it be, you know, reimbursements, whether it be about sick days, whether it be about paid vacation, all sorts of things. And then they come on these groups and they realize that that is not what is supposed to be normalized and that's not what this profession is. And then they realize they got the short end of the stick and then they become very unhappy and rightfully so because they're being taken advantage of. And it's a breeding ground for a lot of uncontentment and uh but then that also, I'm not going to say the parents even necessarily know. Some of them do, and they flat out do it to save a buck for taxes or whatever. But um, but it, it's a new thing for them as well. This is why we need, and I mean, I hate to say that we need government control because I'm not a huge, you know, like lots of government control. But there needs to be a standard, a set standard that you know how to pay your nanny. Your nanny gets so much sick days just like a regular job because this is more demanding than a regular job yeah and I, and I think that's also true in the UK um, in in the UK nannying is unregulated you don't have to have a qualification either as a nanny or as a parent looking for a nanny people might find somebody through word of mouth or through a Facebook advert or put an advert on to just a generic sort of childcare website looking for someone who wants to be a nanny um, and I recently talked to Sarah Parkin at the Association of Nanny Agencies, who was talking through some of the, the sort of things that people come a bit unstuck with, um, in the same way that you just described. People not understanding holiday pay or sick leave or other things that they fall short on in, in their employment. What, I mean, what can people do to make sure that they, they are getting the right support at the beginning of their career as a nanny? Um, sign a contract. And don't just sign any contract. Um, you need to have um, so much. Um, you need, and, and right now there's things being worked on in the U.S. to get um, a federal law for domestic workers' rights. Right now in the United States, federally, the domestic workers have no rights. So, I mean, it's literally been going state by state, sometimes city by city, to give domestic workers rights, which is absolutely horrific to me. Yeah, and that, that is something that does differ between the US and the UK in that all employees in the UK have workers' rights. Um, and if yeah. you're working in someone's home, the same as if you work in any other workplace, you know, you should be having a right to work check to make sure that you're allowed to work. Um, but then the, you know, you're entitled to all the same benefits as somebody with, who is employed by a company. Um, so, so I, I suppose that, that is a difference between the two. Um, but I, I can imagine that there are still quite a lot of nannies in the UK who don't 
necessarily know that and who may be employed illegally um, because it's very easy to fly under the radar with stuff yeah yes and you know the thing is is it's very sad that that they don't know these things to me it's also very sad that you know we're in 2019 almost in 2020 and we're still fighting for basic workers rights this is not something huge this is basic that everybody else gets in the united states but domestic workers and so to me that is absolutely just horrifying that we can't we don't even have that. I mean, we do in New York where I live, <clears throat> but it's not a federal mandate. It's only in New York. And so if you travel outside of New York to another state, um, chances are you're not going to have rights as a domestic worker. So, I mean, it, it's very sad. And, you know, to me, going back to, you know, you don't have to have a certain amount of education or this and that. I find it absolutely amazing to see how many nannies were at conference learning and getting more education through, like, they weren't made to do that. This is they want to learn. They want to know more about their profession and how the body works and, the, you know, the neurons and all that that we heard from um, one of the presenters and, like, how to deal with autism with your child and, you know, calm space and etc i think it's very it speaks so well of the community that people come for more learning and it's not mandatory yeah and i think there is a, a huge appetite for for cpd for development for sort of personal development as well as professional development to you know be be the best person that you can be to support the people that you work with as, as best you can um, and that's definitely something that i've seen in the work that we've done with the, the nanny community, um, both in the UK and speaking to nannies um, sort of around the world, like yourself and like Candice Bahana, um, it, it's very self-driven. Nannies seem to be very sort of driven to provide a, a, the best service that they possibly can for, for the children that they work with, um, and therefore for that whole family. Do you think that that's something that maybe is more possible um, for nannies who work with a certain type of family or is it more that it just has to be self-determined and you have to make the time to, to go off and do that yourself and um, what sort of support is there to access things like that? I think it's a combination of both. Um, I feel like um, a more experienced nanny is going to negotiate um, professional days in her contract which means she gets paid to go to conference um, she gets the same pay to do that and then an educational stipend which means the family will pay for educational uh, conferences or classes online etc um, so I think that comes with more of an experienced nanny um, because let's face it pretty much if you're hiring a nanny you can afford it and so you can afford to pay your nanny to go to conference and get more education. And let's face it, if you market this correctly, you can sit down and be like, this is about your family. And you can be like, okay, I'm going to conference. Let's sit down, let's look at um, what's going to happen. For paying for my conference, you get to pick half of my classes. What do you want me to come home with? 
you know, so it's all about marketing it correctly. And I've seen this more often in an older, experienced nanny. Um, not old, but in the industry for a while. They're not afraid to ask for something, whereas the younger ones are more timid because they're just gaining their feet. They're just learning about the industry. There's so much for them to learn that that is more on the back burner, so to speak. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Um, I mean, are there any particular areas of development that you think nannies should um, sort of prioritize um, early in their career to, to give them a good base for sort of becoming more experienced and, and moving through different parts of their career? Um, I, I definitely think that um, it depends on what sector you're working in because like here in the States, newborn care is huge. I would never go and do the, uh, the newborn care, you know, the overnights and all of that without proper training. Um, I have taken the training, but I don't want to do it. <laughs> I just want more education. So, I mean, but there's so many courses and so many topics out there. I don't think it's a one size fits all. I think you have to figure that out. Get in the groups, ask questions, start talking to people about um, what is out there. And people will talk every time and they will tell you their thoughts, their opinions, this and that um, about what's going on. And they're not going to be afraid to talk to you and tell you that. And don't be shy about asking. It's, it's going to be my best, best advice with that. But I don't think there's a one size fits all. That's great. Um, and you mentioned obviously joining groups and talking to people. How do people join the Nanny Collaborative? Um, they you wanted to just, sort of join and get some support with exploring things and talking to other nannies. Yes, um, you just go on to, um, the, to Facebook, type in the Nanny Collaborative, and it's the group. We have a page and we have a group. Um, you'll want to join the group. It, and then we have four questions for you to answer and that will determine your membership um, because we want we don't just want really want parents um, we understand parents need support and all that but we're not we're not suited to that um, amazingly one of our admins just had a baby girl and another admin uh, is now a foster mom so and we have another one that has also had a baby that's about a year old now so we fully understand parenting is a part of being a nanny and a parent um, because we have nannies that are parents. So we do allow nannies that are parents in the group, but um, yeah. we want to focus this to childcare workers. It doesn't matter if you're a doula, if you're a childminder, au pair, nanny, we welcome you because it's not a one size fits all. Um, we, we understand that. But we hope that you can get some little um, nugget about, oh my goodness, I didn't know about this. I learn something new every day on there. And I'm not kidding. And I, because there's so many people, we're getting, we're over nine and a half thousand. And that many people coming together from all over the world, you are bound to learn something new several times a day if you're on it quite frequently. Um, but it, it to, and it's also, the camaraderie, being able to talk to somebody that is going through the same thing or has the same job as you because we do not have co-workers. This is our closest way um, 
to have a coworker, which is why our tagline is the nanny break room. Um, that you can, because everywhere else, you can go into the break room on break or lunch or whatever, and you know, tuck shop, you know, talk about all sorts of things on your break. Well, this is the essential idea um, behind the nanny collaborative: is that you can come in, talk about it, etc. Talk about conferences, education. Um, let's have a meetup. Let's go to dinner. Let's go out and have a glass of wine. You know, and, and that is what we value: community and uplifting. And uh, I, I'm really, really happy with the turns it's taken. Yeah, and um, obviously I am not a member of the group because I am not a nanny. Um, but I have been on the Facebook page and, and had a, a good look around the, the sort of sharing of some of the amazing mental profiles that you've got and um, sort of doing that thing to uplift people um, who, in their jobs and, and, and give them a little bit of a, a shout out for being brilliant um, and that, that, that's great and do you think that people are more willing to let others in and sort of share more real experiences because they know that it's not going to be seen by parents or it's not going to be seen sort of outside of a group of people who really understand and that's definitely something that we've seen in Cash Alumni that people are more willing to ask for help when they know that it's going to stay sort of within the sector. Yes, um, traditionally yes. Um, there has been some instances where some people don't feel as safe for various reasons, but we try to remedy that. Um, and number one, you have to remember, this is the internet, nothing is truly private. But um, for the most part, like it is very um, encouraging to see so many, and we do anonymous posting, but it's very encouraging to see people being able to come forward, ask questions about their job, like, am I wrong, am I right? Um, what steps do I need to take to correct this if I am wrong? I think that is um, that's vital and knowing and knowing that. Yeah, um, and I think that sort of support can be really important as well, not just um, professionally and for being able to do the right thing, but sort of just for, for mental health and for well-being and being able to offload a little bit. Um, I mean, is well-being something that nannies can find support with easily, or? I would find that you're right. Um, nannies, like you had said earlier, never prioritize themselves. They feel guilty for taking a mental health day or they feel guilty for taking a sick day when they're, you know, extremely, truly sick. And I've seen this so many times and I'm like, you need to go home. Like you, but that's the, that's the part uh, that, why nannies are so good at their job because they care. Um, it's a special breed of people that can love other people's kids more than they love themselves. What a lovely soundbite of the line. Um, that, that's a really nice way to sum that up, um, that, that nannies love other people's children more than they love themselves. Um, I like that. So, I mean, what was it that made you start the Nanny, nanny Collaborative in the, in the first place? Um, you obviously are very passionate about your work as a nanny and about the children that you look after. Um, what what was it that made you sort of think that there was something missing for nannies and bring this this into existence? Because it's it's three years old now, isn't it? It's it's full on now. <laughs> um, it, nanny groups were very needed in the community. Um, I started 
Then I had a collaborative um, back with um, with admins. I already had a team from a previous group, and um, they were phenomenal. Everybody jumped in. They were like, "It's needed. We have to do this." And so it was 100% was not on my own. They all like keeping a bit more of a quieter profile though than I do. <laughs> so, um, it but it's um, it was very needed in the community. Um, and we're not like any other group, um, but no other group is like, we're, they're not like us and we're not like them. And I think that's what sets each of the groups apart. We each thrive. We all get along. We have a great rapport. Um, I'm very thankful for that. And I love working together with, um, with every single one of them, because I think, I don't think that there needs to be like, oh, there's just one and uh, we can fulfill all the needs because that's very inaccurate. You know, because every group has their own feel, their own passions, you know, and all of that. And and I wouldn't want to do what they're doing because that's not what I'm passionate about. I would much rather stay in my lane, do what I'm good at and succeed than try to be all things to all people and fail. It's just... Um, I've got a face for all of us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not, not to try and be all things to all people. Um, it, it, it's, it's great that over the course of the time that the Nanny Collaborative has existed, it's managed to, to grow quite as much. And I can see um, even just um, sort of looking at the, the public facing part of the group with the, the stuff on it about the explanation and what it is that you do, that it, it's, it's used quite a lot. There's just 250 something posts today from people using the Nanny Collaborative to, to, to talk. Um, how is it that you think that it got to be so big? Is it just the power of the community and people wanting to share? It is. Um, we are community, number one. Um, and I'm talking about like all the groups. We're there to to be that community. And I feel like on another level, even all the groups together are community. Um, but it's it's about... Um, letting people speak their mind, even if, even if it doesn't line up with yours, uh, it doesn't matter because we all come from a different background, a different place, and we're going to see the world a little bit differently. Um, it was like I went to the planetarium <clears throat> a week before last, and they were like, you know, these galaxies overlap, but you can see things from that galaxy that the galaxy that's overlapping you cannot see and so if you all overlap and work together you're going to see so much further than just trying to work in your own bubble and not reach across the aisle not reach out a helping hand to another uh, culture nationality another group we're all in this together is how I feel and I feel like there's always room at the table for one more, always. Great. So, I mean, is there anything that you wanted to say to, to our audience in terms of maybe wondering where they can get that support? Yes, um, I definitely would say join all the groups um, because you're going to get a sense of community. You won't make it on your own. It's a very isolating and discouraging experience. I remember doing, doing it on my own for years and it was very lonely and but I feel like 
that when you jump in and you wet your feet, so to speak, in, in the water of the group, you're going to find, you're going to be like, oh my goodness, I'm not the only one facing this issue. I'm not the only one that has been dealing with this behavior this week. You know, there's so much that it's going to calm your anxiety, let you know that you're absolutely normal, and it normalizes our career. We've spent so much time, been out of shape, worrying about is this normal, is this not, when you have a whole resource online to be able to ask. Even if you want to ask it anonymously, you're more than welcome to do so. Um, But just know that you do have the support. and we are international. We have nannies from all over the world in our group, and we have over 3,000 posts a month, over 150,000 reactions every month. So it is very busy, it turns over quite quickly, but at the end of the day, it's not about numbers, it's about the community getting the help it needs. Um, that's, that's great. And would you say that um, that sort of conversation and that sort of collaboration between nannies is a good starting point for CPD if, for example, someone does look for family who can't afford to attend a conference or where there isn't a lot of support for training, that actually the, one of the, the ways to, to find that personal development and career development is to explore different scenarios in that professional conversation context? Definitely, because, you know, even if your family cannot send you, usually there will be a scholarship. There'll be this, there'll be that, there'll be financial help on how to do it. But you don't know about these things until you jump in, until you wet your feet in and get to know the community. Start using the search bar. Start searching out stuff like scholarships. You can use these keywords in your search bar. If you don't want to ask it, you can see if somebody's already asked this question. It's not even something that you have to post necessarily yourself. It's unless it's a personal thing that you want to discuss, which is perfectly fine. But a lot of times you can just go to the search bar, type in your keywords that you want, and most likely that question's already been asked. But we don't mind you re-asking. <laughs> but it's, um, it is, it is, I think that nannies shortchange themselves very much because they're like oh I can't afford it or this and that and that there's actually a lot of different help people would love to help nannies there's so many different companies and agencies and everything that would if you want to get more education I'm like I see scholarships all the time for stuff like it's just about getting in knowing what's going on and asking it never hurts to ask the worst thing someone can tell you is no Um, and I think that that's a, a really good sort of line to end on, that it, it, it's good to get involved, to ask. And the worst thing that anybody can say is no, um, un- unless there's anything else that you think that it's important to, to tell people listening or that you want to tell people who are, who are listening. No, I mean, advocate for yourself. You're the only HR you have. You, you can't go into the office and complain to HR. You are your own HR. So know who you are, know your worth, and have a sit-down discussion. Amazing. Thanks. Um, um.
welcome. Where can can people find you if they wanted to find you in particular online or um, again, where can, just just to refresh people's memories so they're not rewind and back to hear where can they find the Nanny Collaborative online and sort of follow what's happening? Yes, um, we are on Facebook, uh, the Nanny Collaborative. We are actually on Instagram as well, uh, username nanny at nanny collaborative. Twitter at TNC Nanny, <laughs> and then me personally, I'm Emily Kate Rowland on Facebook. Feel free to reach out, message me, friend request me. Um, I would love to meet you all. Amazing. Thank you so much for your time today, Emily, um, and I will speak to you very soon. And thanks to you at home or on the go for joining us. Don't forget, if you've got some best practice or you'd like to share with us um, something great, um, you can get in touch with us at alumni at cash.org.uk that's alumni a-l-u-m-n-i at cash c-a-c-h-e echo.org.uk and we'd love to speak to you you can find us at the cash alumni website at www.cashalumni.org.uk or through the main cash website for information about qualifications and lsapd at www.cachevecho.org.uk Thanks very much. Until next time, take care.